make it better. There's so much evil in this world. We need some positive people like you to show us the right way in life and be a living example of what God can do for us, to preach to us the right words and break it down so we can understand our understanding is so meaningful. We all need to know that God is the answer in the way in life. We all need to know that God is the answer to becoming a better Christian and being in heaven with our Father. We all need to know that God is the answer to everything in life. Ms. Debbie, you have taught me that God is the answer and so much more. I really appreciate all that you have done and taught me. You have made an impact in my life and so many others. You're, blessed. You're, you're a blessing to me in this world, and I thank God that I was blessed with your presence. God is the answer to your loving spirit. Ms. Debbie, you are my best friend. You're like a father to me. I thank you for that, and I hope that one day that I could change someone's life and plant a positive seed in their life like you have done in my life. I read that because, because that's what Coach Gates is doing, and he's making an impact. He's making a powerful impact. And coaches have to understand and teachers have to understand that you can make a difference. And so I have uh, an individual on Herb. Tell how important uh, how this coach, before we bring Coach Gates on, tell how this coach made an impact in your life. Amen. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to uh, to speak to that. Actually, uh, two uh, instances that I'd like to amplify a little bit. The first being was uh, his name was Dr. Randall Watson, and uh, wasn't a coach, but he was a, a sponsor when I was uh, first starting out my athletic journey in uh, like fourth grade and uh, the tradition used to be that you had a, uh, a optimus team and they, they had the sponsor's name on the back and uh, you know you had to go out there and play well you know we were a minority community as it was and he was he was a white gentleman he had a son that was went to school with us but a couple of things about that well uh, he came in and, and they say uh, rather than he sponsored the team but our, 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 uh, and that was for three grades, and so that's over twenty individuals at the time, more of that. And he came in and he bought us uniforms. They would just look like the, the, the college or the or the pro uniforms with the and he, with stirrups and wristbands and everything. And so we would stand there, and, and, and so now here was this minority team had better suits than everybody in town. But they didn't. He didn't put his name on the back, but he charged us up and he said, "You look like champions." Now go play like champion. And during the next course of the two or three years, we did go out and win championships. And so, but he didn't give up there. He followed us all the way through to I graduated from high school every year, giving us socks, jocks, everything we needed, because he was trying to remove any inhibition that we might have that it would keep us from our success and that echoed the things that our parents wanted. And so, that was just a blessing that I, I, I that got me started. Uh, secondarily, uh, when I was in high school, going through high school, we I went to a high school, and uh, every year, you know, some of my older, uh, you know, uh, neighbors and everything, they went to the high school for it, and, and they'd have good teams, very good teams, but they kept getting sent home by the same team every year. And I was like, man, what's going on? This house, they was just too good to lose. And it turned out that the, the team that they were losing to was, was called Wyandotte High School. And 
I was like, how does that happen? You know, they were, every year the same team was sending this team, our, our school home. And it turned out that uh, as I got out of high school, I went to uh, college. And uh, the coach that used to coach those Wyandotte teams, he had now become the uh, coach at the, the college that I went to. And he was white as well. And I was like, you know, and he's older. And I was like, look, you know, and my, you know, vantage for filter said, what is this white man going to teach me about playing basketball? Which was just showing the lack of knowledge that I had. And I will have to say that he, I guess God heard that because he clearly showed me how it was going to happen because what Coach Tubelon taught was fundamental. His, his tenet to us was when you do the fundamental things well on a consistent basis, you have a reasonable expectation of success. Amen. And I had to stop and think about that. And then as I was thinking about it, he was constantly teaching us just the fundamentals of basketball. But the funny thing about it was why he was teaching us that, he was shaping us in to be responsible young men. And so the, the, the impact that he had was clear that uh, it, it wasn't just something he was saying that, that could be the subjectivity or objectivity. For objectivity, for 14 years uh, that he coached at the high school level, they won the state championship 10 times. And the three years that they didn't, the four years that they did when they, they, they ended up uh, second, he had a record of 296 and 26. He won 92% of his game. And so it, that coming from that leverage, it, it showed me there had to be some merit to that. But then that's, that's also true. That's, it, it, it went into my life after that. I, I bought into that. And I became a much, much better basketball player. I thought I was good until I, I met Coach Stu Bloom. Okay. He, he taught me some priority. He taught me fundamentals. And I and, I, and the one thing that I always appreciated before we used to go into games, he would pray. And he wouldn't pray for us to win and all that kind of stuff. He'd say, Lord, let us go out and perform uh, to the, the, the responsibilities that we have practiced for. He said that we would be uh, humble if we want and gracious if we are. And so it just empowered me just to really kind of a, a better understanding of even what sports was all about. It was, it was bigger than just playing basketball. It was about being a good and responsible young man. And, and the biggest part for me is that it's carried over to my, to my, my life as an adult that, uh, you know, uh, fundamental things for being a, a believer, a fundamental thing is prayer. And I do that every day. And part of that is I, I can still, I know that comes from, not only does the Bible require that of us, but the fact that someone puts that understanding into my head about doing the fundamental things well, and prayer is fundamental to being a believer. And so I, I'm, I'm always thankful to him that he transformed my life in that way. And I'll say this, and then I'll pause, is that, uh, you know, the, the thing I can say about uh, uh, both uh, Coach Shubloom and, 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 and Coach Gates is they say you have to understand that you have to gain the trust of those that you're leading and, and, and give them the opportunity to, to, to be respected everything. But the one thing is for sure is that, you know, the impact that you have has an immediate effect. It's kind of like throwing a rock into a pond. The biggest flash is, is going to be right there where the rock hits. But the bigger, the, but the part that doesn't, that seldom is noticed is that the ripple effect is after the big, big hit, the, the, the ripple effect means that I've been able to go on and, and make a difference in the life of other young men that I've coached as well as in the life of my children and other people that I come involved with because that sacrifice that those two people made for me 
continue. I, I own that. I bought into it, and it's consistent with who I've become as a man. So uh, being a coach is not an easy thing because, you know, for parents, they're looking for wins and losses, but the biggest wins come from the impact that coaches can make in their life and, and shaping them and molding them into becoming better people. And so that's what I have that changed for me from my experience with Walter Shubloom and, and Dr. Randall Watson is that people that uh, sacrificed and made an opportunity and took the opportunity to make a difference and, and to do other-oriented. And that's what God wants us to do. God says that we at least are, are also to be other-oriented. So I'm just thankful for that. I'm thankful for Coach Gates being here, and I pray that he will continue to make the impact that he's making in the community of his uh, choosing and, and wherever God sends him to be. Amen. Thanks, thanks, Amen. thanks, Herb. Thanks, Herb. I appreciate it. Sure. Coach Gates, you you know how far we go back, and and it's, it's such a blessing right now. And I, I like everything that that um, Herb was saying, but it, because it all echoes you, Coach. I, Coach, would you just tell them uh, uh, about the fact that why it is so important to you to make an impact on young men? Well, first of all, I'd like to thank you for giving me an opportunity, Mr. Everett. And uh, Herb, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. That was um, that's actually who we are as coaches. You summed it up, man, and with those words. But I'm, I'm gonna say this first uh, about uh, Mr. Kennard Everett. You know, sometimes you know, as a young man, we don't see things that other people see in us. And Mr. Everett called me, would call me and pray with me every morning for about two years. My sons were young, so we would be in the car, and some days I'd be like, "That's Mr. Everett." And I'm just going to share this story to segue to where I want to go. Um, you know, he would always tell me, you know, let's pray, Coach, G-I-T-A. And, and I would pray with He would pray for me. I would pray with him. And he'd always tell me, Coach, you, you're going to be the head football coach and athletic director at Madison High School in your community. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, when you, you have faith, but sometimes you can't see it. But uh, Mr. Everett, along with other men, he helped me visualize that. And remember, I was a young coach. And, I, and I, I believed it, but I thought it was far-fetched, but that's what I wanted. This man prayed for me, prayed with me every morning, and when it happened, he called me and said, Coach, I told you. And I was like, man, you know, so I say this to say that's why for me as a as a coach, uh, somebody along with Mr. Everett praying for me, but I had a lot of men in my life uh, uh, that kind of guided me, that helped me uh, to be who I am today. And, it, and I want to echo the sentiments that Herb said about, you know, white, black, or whatever, because I've had both in my life to kind of guide me through it. Um, for me, I'm going to say this, you know, my mother and my grandmother were the two most important people uh, in my life who uh, provided structure and discipline and, you know, the work ethic and the character and all those things that I needed to be a, a, a productive young man. And, and my grandmother would pray, uh, she had a Bible, and, you know, we, we would, you know, sit along with her and she would pray for us. And, you know, that was something big. But for the men in my life, I can go on and on. I got about 15 of them. And, I, and it's amazing because these men, some of these men are still around uh, who kind of help, help me uh, th- along the way. Uh, I mean, if I want to name a few, I would say guys like uh, Eddie Fletcher, who who runs the St. Phillips Community Center. Uh, he's still around. He runs those. Uh, he runs that community center in South Dallas. With that, he's athletic director over there now. But he ran the little league program that we were in as kids. Um, 
he helped us, Curtis Cobb, and you know, people like Curtis Cobb, Ellis Kidd, um, Ronald Johnson, who was formerly the head football coach at Madison High School, um, guys by you know, Scott Fish who uh who's still around today, who helps me uh mentor kids and uh introduce kids to Christ. But um uh for me again, you know, I had a lot of men in my life uh, outside of uh the home that guided and showed me along with guys that were just in the community and coaches uh who were there at all times. But for young men I've always was taught that we as men we have to be a model, we have to show uh young men how to be young men, how to build uh uh young men, bring boys to men. And that that that's was that's important. Uh, I always share this story. I was um uh, wondering when I took the job, the head football job, Mr. Everett, I was wondering how I was going to get these kids or introduce these kids to Christ, along with me speak, saying it and me uh, introducing these kids to FCA. Uh, I made a phone call. I got these kids involved in Kids Across America. Uh, kids Across America is a Christian sports camp uh, where kids get introduced to Christ and kids can accept Christ with a, uh, with a week-long, uh, uh, week-long activities. Kids participate in um, team building. Uh, they go to chapel. Um, they have Bible study at night. We've had kids to come back that didn't know how to pray um, or didn't understand what prayer meant and how simple it was uh, who, are, who are leaders now in our, our community that went on to graduate. I can go on and on, uh, but my, the most important thing to me, Mr. Everett, is to make sure we introduce these boys to Christ like someone did for me. Teach these boys the discipline, the character, the structure, the work ethic, um, how to work, what to do, and um, um, pray for what they want. And, and, and I'm going to say this, Herb, you said the ripple effect, man, that's big. Um, when you said it, it just kind of sent chills through me because somebody threw the rock, and along the way, a lot of a lot of young boys and young men in South Dallas was a part of that ripple effect. And um uh, we've become men, so uh, that's the impact that um, that I, I, I think the men played on my life and in my community. Amen, Coach. You know, Coach, I have another question for you, Coach. Uh, you you have these kids that you take to Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and uh, and you you're taking these kids out of South Dallas, and you you're taking them to camps and. Some of the kids may have never ever got an opportunity to get out of South Dallas, and, and you're doing that because we're talking about the great James Madison High School in Dallas, Texas, and we're talking about Marcus Gates, who is the athletic director and the coach, and he's coaching and teaching love. So, Coach, what made you decide that you wanted to take these kids to uh, a fellowship of Christian athletes and take them to these different camps? Well, it, it kind of started with – a lot of the um, things that were happening over the summer in our community in South Dallas, um, kids were getting uh, murdered. Uh, we've had a young man that was shot and killed. We had a young man that committed suicide. And throughout the summer, they got a lot of downtime. And um, and it's a lot a lot of things. Uh, it's a lot going on in the community in the summer. You know that, Mr. Everett. But you know, I felt like the only way we can save them or uh, help these kids was to, to take them somewhere where they can be where they can be introduced to Christ, man. I I'm like that's the only thing that can save us and can save these kids. I tell you, I've heard them say, Coach, when I come back from camp, I am totally my thought process is totally changed. 
Um, so for me, I wanted to get the kids away, uh, get them an opportunity to be around other kids that they've never been around before. Because remember, those kids, these kids come from everywhere. They come from Kansas City, uh, Detroit, uh, Memphis, Tennessee, uh, you name it. They're from everywhere. So it's a lot of kids that are down there for the same purpose. But I wanted to make sure uh, that these kids could get the same thing I got as a teenage as a teenager uh, to help them grow. Um, you know, Mr. Every, we when I first started coaching, you know, we had this thing called prayer time, and I know you may remember how we have uh, I do. fellowship in the, in the mornings at Madison High School with the faculty, and we would pray and worship in the morning in the school with the whole staff. Uh, we've gotten away from that, but uh, that was something that we needed. And, and, and that prayer time was at 6 a.m. with just the football coaches. And we battled and we pulled teeth and uh, to, uh, uh, but you know, to get up and pray. But we did it. We did it every morning for about three years. But we got up and we had a specific purpose of why we prayed, man. We prayed for our kids. We prayed for our school. We prayed for the community. We prayed for our, our families. We prayed for the kids' families. And uh, we wanted to see change. And you saw the, the change in the school. You know, the kids were different. So that's, that's, that's why, you know, I, I take these kids to camp, man. I just want them to be able to uh, see the right way, see another way, and help change their lives so they can, in turn, help someone else uh, uh, as they go go on with their lives, and I and I say this quote, man, I, and I like it. What is uh, that? Martin Luther King said. He said, "You only remember for what you did for yourself. You only be rem- remembered for what you do for others." Uh, and wow. that's big, too. man. I think you you can't be selfish, and you got to raise these kids, your own, and kids you're working with every day, to think about other people. And, and to help other people, and, and, for, and, and first and foremost, introduce them to Christ, man, because that's the only way. That, that's the only way they can be saved. So, yeah. you know, Coach, you know, when I was thinking, when you uh, when you talked about uh, uh, the faculty praying at uh, James Madison High School, you know, I, I cannot uh, let this podcast get off without um, saying something about Mr. Ward, uh, who just Amen. passed away. Who was who was the principal. Uh, when I was at uh, James Madison, we have an excellent principal now, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Willard. Uh, she's in love with the kids. I I've been knowing Miss Willard for about thirty some years. I met her. When, I met her when she was uh, at uh, W. H. Townsend High School when she was the the, uh, the PE coach, and she taught. And I have to say this: I, I'll I'll never forget this as long as I live. Proposition Nine came, where you know the, the girls had the same opportunity as the boys in the gym, and uh, right. Mrs. Willard showed me the love that she has. That she has still have for the children when when she she uh, it was her time to have the gym and uh, the the JV coach was wanting the big boys gym and Miss Willis said no you can't you can't have the gym today my girls got it so he was like going to try to have her to just uh, move over and let him have the gym Miss Willis marched him and his boys out of the gym <laughs> she marched them all out of the gym you know. And so I know she's over at James Mouth High School, and she has a, a great love for the kids. But, but when when I think about Mr. Mr. Ward, Mr. Ward allowed me to uh, to have uh, the GITA club with the kids in the morning, yes, and and that was that made an impact on some of the kids. That's that like that one kid that the letter that I just read. 
I would have never been able to do that if Mr. Ward hadn't given me the okay to be able to to have a Bible study with the kids. And and, and that's why there's always going to be this, this love for, for James Madison High School, the great James Madison High School, because I saw the love of the teachers, uh, Mrs. Gaines, who, who you know, did the track. Uh, her name is Vincent now. And uh, she tore up a, yep. uh, uh, Honda. <laughs> she tore Honda up, taking kids home. No kid was left outside the school at night after the game. They were all taken home. Yep. And, and coach, you you still doing the same thing, coach, and that and that's a blessing, coach. But you got to tell the people because you know we I spend a lot of time with you, coach, and we got a chance to talk a lot, coach. Uh, you know God has been having this in store for you for a long time because show what happened uh, with you and, and your your roommate when you were in college at uh, East Texas State. <laughs> Man, that's a um, that that's a. I know we talked about this. I think when I shared it with you before, Mr. David, that. And, and I'm gonna say this, man. That there was a time where I did not think about this, the situation. Um, it, it, a day didn't go by where it didn't cross my mind. Put it like that. And um, um, you know, you know when, when when God has something in store for you. You know, if you, you you know my background. You know, I was raised in in South Dallas, and I was raised by my mom, and my grandmother, and and uncles and aunts, and we came up and kind of hard. Um, so uh, I was a pretty good athlete coming out of high school and had an opportunity to go to, uh, to college. And um, uh, got to college, um, I met uh, some guys, a guy named uh, Kevin Day and uh, Chris Calloway, and uh, my roommate, Jason. We were all uh, uh, good friends, and we were all on the football team also. So, um, you know, and again, man, I, I get chills when I talk about it because I know after it happened, and after going through what I went through for about a year, I realized that something was in store. God had something in store for me. But um, what happened was um, we were all uh, in the dorm room um, hanging out. I think that morning we had we we all had had a class together, and um, but we went to class and we met up back at at my dorm room and we started hanging out. Got kind of loud playing dominoes. Uh, we invited some people over to uh, play dominoes and just hang out with us, and we got kind of loud. So the RA came up to the dorm room and was like, you know, you guys have to uh, quiet down and because uh, um, the other um, uh, students were having issues with the noise. But uh, so long story short, we made everybody leave. And up me, Chris, and Kevin were still sitting in the dorm room, and Chris was kind of, like, nudging me on my leg. He was like, watch this. And I was like, okay. And he just kind of was joking with, with, the, with Kevin, and I'm giving you the names because uh, this happened a long time ago. So he was just joking with it, man. And uh, Kevin got up, and he got upset, and he walked out the dorm room. So we sat there, and we were just kind of talking. And he knocked back. About five minutes later, he came back and knocked on the door. And um, when he knocked on the door, you know, we, I let him in and I sat back down. And he had a case in his hand, and I knew what it was. It was a Glock nine millimeter. And so uh, he sat down and he was kind of shaking his leg like nervously. And he just looked up at him and he looked at me and he looked back at him. And he took the gun out. He shot him thirteen times in the in the head. Uh, I. I just it just blanked out because we stood up and I looked at him and he was still I could just see the fire coming out the gun 
and uh, I ran. And, uh, man, I must have been running for about 20 minutes because it, it didn't seem like it because by the time I got back to the dorm, it was crawling with police and detectives and ambulance and uh, stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, that was – that was cause, and the crazy part about it is, man, I was right there with him. He could He didn't have to shoot that kid – 13 times, he could have turned the gun and shot me uh, six of those times because I was standing right there with him, but he didn't. And uh, I was able to get out. And uh, uh, it's the crazy thing about it, man, he was bailed out the next day and kind of still lingering around campus. We were all frightened. I didn't want to do it, but I had to carry a gun on campus for the rest of the semester to court. Uh, But yeah, he he went to jail. Uh, in the you know long story short, he went to jail, got out. He's out now. Uh, and he did twenty years flat, but he's at home, so I think he, he's working or whatever. But he's around. So, but I, I, that story, I tell that story because I always want to tell people that man, I, I was uh, I was spared, man. God was I was covered, and I know it was something bigger. So where I'm at today is nothing but the Lord, man. That's why I give Him praise uh, because I know. It could have been me, so my kids wouldn't have been here, and you know. So I mean, it's 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 a blessing. You know, Coach. That's that's why I brought that out, Coach, because I, I want I want it, I want my listening audience to understand the fact that when God has something for you, the devil he he may try, but he can't keep uh, what God has in store for an individual. And that's what I saw in you, Coach. Okay? I, I saw. The love that you had for the for the for the students, and I'm like, man, God, God can use him to make a difference because he sold out. He sold out for the Lord, and ever since I've been knowing you, Coach, you've always been kind. And, and I know that's your <laughs> spirit. That's that's that that's that spirit in you that's being kind. That's have you to to treat everybody right. You've always you've always done that, and and you just you just a, a good example for. For those those students, those athletes, you know, you know, you you're more than just a coach. You know, you're 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 a father figure for a lot of those kids uh, at, at James Madison High School. They look they look up to you, and, and then the thing I love about you, coach, is that when they look up to you, you point them to Jesus Christ. <laughs> you point them to the Lord, and 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 I see that I see that, and 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 even the even the coaches that you have are. Uh, Coach, give a shout out to your coaches, coach. Give a shout yeah, out now, to your coaches because you, got, you got some heck of some coaches. Some, some <laughs> wonderful, ahead, some wonderful men. Man, I tell you, Mister, when people say we've had some success and we still are successful, and kids go off to college and we got a kid, heck, heck, he's playing in the NFL. We've had a couple to go to NFL off these teams, and I tell people all the time, man, I, just, I, it, I wouldn't be nothing without these coaches, and I want to give a shout out to them all, man. Uh, and I, you don't mind if I name them, do you? Coach, you, you better name him, yeah, Coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I got uh, Reginald Pegram, who's a graduate of Madison High School, man, who's doing a great job. Marquise Bournes, you know Marquise. Uh, yeah, I know He's Marquise. doing a wonderful job. Yeah, Tracy Flintroy, he's doing a wonderful job. He's been He's a Madison graduate. Those three are Madison graduates. You can see that everybody's a Madison graduate. We got Cam Russ, who's a Madison graduate. He's doing a wonderful job with these boys. Joe Henry, uh, who his wife is a Madison graduate. Uh, he's been around Madison all his life in the community. Uh, we have uh, Fred Johnson, who Coach Johnson, been around for about 17 years. Uh, he's he's impacting these boys' lives and these girls, boys and girls' lives. Um, 
we got a guy named Emmanuel Kumail. He he works with our kids diligently. Uh, we just got him on. So we got Howard McCoo, you know, Coach McCoo, man, he's still around. I mean, I'm I'm so uh, I'm blessed to have these uh, men of God, man, and uh, around our kids. Uh, so you know, that's uh, that's who work with our kids, our boys, on a daily basis. We even got some basketball coaches that are Madison graduates, uh, Montreal Scott and. Uh, his brother, uh, Desmond Scott and uh, uh, Gary Dunn. So we got a lot of guy men uh, in this building that's working for these boys. Even our athletic trainer, I'm going to shout out to him, Chaz Kaiser. So we got a, a lot of men that's really, really good at what they do, man. So, I, you know, uh, and they go to camp too. So and uh, uh, Dwayne Dorsey, he, he's on the staff. He cries every year at Crosstalk at camp. So, uh, when kids accept Christ in their life. So, and I always joke with him about wow. it. And that's when you're going to cry now. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, we got some good men. So, I really do appreciate it. Coach, Coach, you know I do, Coach. And one of the things that. And also, I, that I understand. Can, let me go I, ahead. I, didn't, I missed one guy, Mr. Aaron. And, and this guy, man, it's another guy. His name is Carville Dangerfield. It's a lot of them. So, and Mr. Dangerfield is a do it all kind of guy, man. The kids love him. He he, he touches them all boys, girls. Uh, all of them, the teachers, I mean, they do, do a good job. So we're blessed. We're blessed, man, to have a lot of men uh, working with our kids. I mean, so, yeah, I appreciate it. What a, what a, what a blessing, Coach. Coach, you know, I, you, you know, thing I look at, Coach, is that uh, I know how much uh, Mr. Ward was meant to me when I was there, and now Mrs. Willard is there. And I know um, the love that Mrs. Willard has for, for the students at James Madison has to I know it has to make it your job easy, a lot easier having a principal like Mrs. Willard. Man, wait, look, I tell you this: uh, <laughs> there's no substitute for Marion Willard. Man, I come on. She's my second mother. Uh, man, she's a God-fearing woman. I tell you, if you know her, you know her. She yes, takes care of the kids, man. She takes care of the faculty and staff. Um, you know, her her motto is, "I can call you ugly, but can't nobody in this building." Outside this building, Kanye. <laughs> in other words, man, that she say that to say, you know, she gonna take care of her staff, man, and her kids. And people gotta understand that when you want structure, discipline, you know, yeah. you're not gonna be everybody's uh, favorite. But I tell you what, she my favorite, and she's a a whole lot of other people's favorite. So I love it, man. But man, I tell you, man, she's a wonderful woman, man. We love her. You know, I, and I had I had to say that because, like I said, I, I work with Miss Willard, and I, I told the story, and and the one thing that I that I always uh, 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 saw in Miss Willard is the love for the Lord, but more than anything, man, the love that she has for the kids. She will go to battle for a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. she'll go to battle for the kids, and and that's 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 a real that's a real real blessing. And, you know, yeah, coach, you know, the, <laughs> coach, you know, the other thing, coach, is this. Do you think I'm gonna let you be on this podcast and you not talk about your wife? Come on, coach. <laughs> you got to, you couldn't be you couldn't be Marcus Gates if you didn't have your wife. I'm telling you. Yeah, man, that's that's um that's that's big. Um, you know, like I said, when you um you gotta have somebody by your side to help uh guide you through and um because uh, you wouldn't be who you are without uh somebody who was who has your back. Because we coaches. And as coaches, man, um, you uh, you don't um, um, you can't do it alone. And sometimes it's you know you you going out, man. Uh, 
you spend a lot of time, you go on all the time, you um you um um working with other people's kids. Um and I'm gonna tell you this on that note, man, I got a uh, letter from my son, Devin, uh when he was in uh when he was in uh when he was in uh middle when he was in middle school. Um uh, and he um he uh, wrote me a letter, man. In that letter, he said, "Dad, um, I still got it." And he's a, he's a senior in college right now. But he 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 told me that he did not understand why I was taking care of so many other people's kids. Um, and I I I was like, "Well, D, um, you know, everybody don't have it like you have it." And I had to explain it to him. It's a long letter. It's a lot of stuff that he put in there. But to sum it up. Uh, 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 you know, he he understands now. He didn't get it then. You know, he didn't understand why I was taking boys home, why our car was full of was full of football boys, and why I was feeding them. And and if he would ask for something, I would be like, No, David, we're gonna get it next time. But and he didn't understand it, but now he does. Well, he well after he graduated, he told me he really appreciated it and he understood why, because everybody don't have men in their lives to help push them through. And uh, uh, that was big. So, yeah, man, uh, having somebody by your side and, you know, and having your kids understand what you're going through and how you're helping others is big. Because coaches, we, you know, we, we spend a lot of time with other people's kids, and you got to have somebody there to understand what you're doing, man. So, yeah. You know, Coach, one of, one of the things that uh, with the podcast that I try to do is that I want I want to be able to, to for you to give a shout-out to your, to your, to your children to your wife so that years and years from now they can go to the KRE Poetry and Radio and hear what their dad had to say to them. So give a shout-out to your kids, uh, Coach, because uh, I just want want your kids to be able to listen to this podcast when when they're out somewhere 20 years from now, 10 years. I want your wife to be able to listen. I want you to be able to listen to it. So just give a shout-out to your your kids, Coach. Yeah, you know – my my daughter, uh, my oldest daughter Megan, is in a, is at U of H, and uh, it's funny because I was just on the phone with her a couple of days ago uh, about her room, about her roommates. You know, you know, everybody can't stay with everybody, but uh, you know, I always tell her, you know, baby, everybody is raised differently, people are treated differently, people don't have the same core values as you do, uh, so you have to respect people where they are. So uh, uh, she she gets it, but uh, I want her to hear this, uh, me say this, uh, that uh, daddy love her, and uh, and tell you to remember the remember the message that I convey to her about others and taking care of other people and respecting other people's wishes and how they do things so they can respect you. But I want to give a shout out to my family, man, just totally. Uh, my my family, you know, even my sisters and my my brothers, you know, and my uh my cousins and just not my immediate but my my family my uh my my closest friends that my best friends that uh that have that listen to this podcast not only my immediate family but my friends as well man uh uh and my sister right now i want to give a shout out to her mr Everett. just not only my immediate family but my sister my sister's in a halfway house right now she just got out of the pen so i want to make sure i'm gonna send her this i want to give her a shout out and let her know i love her and uh that she uh uh will find a way in, through uh 
to Jesus Christ, man. So I want to give a shout-out to everybody, Mr. Everett, uh, in this totality, man, my whole family, because I love them. Coach, you know, I mean, you, you Coach, you're trying to make me start crying. Why are you going to do me like that? You, you're going to make me cry on my <laughs> own podcast, man. <laughs> Coach, you're going to make me cry on my own podcast, Coach, because, see, man, I, I love the fact that um, – that you you you're so open, Coach. You know you're so open, and, and see a lot of people don't understand. We we go through different things, not for ourselves, but that we can share so we can be a blessing to others. And and with me saying that right there, I'm I'm gonna give uh, TJ. He's been sitting, and well, I know he I know he wants to say because you you've been saying some things that's touching, real touching. I'm a Bruce. He, he's the only one out. Some then we heard still with him said something. TJ, you you you've heard. You've heard Coach Coach Gates. You 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 know that he he's he's coaching and he's teaching love. TJ, whatever you want to say, this is uh, Thomas Jefferson, the mayor of Coach. Coach. Hey hey, how you doing? Good afternoon, Coach, and and I want to excuse me. I want to thank you for uh, for coming on the show today, and uh, and 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 your testimony is awesome. What we have been saying since the middle of June is what you have told us today. Just reaffirmed that God is the answer. Amen. I took a few notes, a few notes, and I'll try and condense them the best way I can. Okay. God is the answer. That's what we've been saying. Pray before every game. That's what you were saying. Not to pray to win. And notice the ripple effect that praying will have in your life. Dr. Randy Watson and, and, and you, Coach Gates, was really summing the whole program up in one particular word. You've got to put God first in your life. Praying for every, learn how to pray every morning. Uh, men guiding young men was very important and 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 they're growing up i'm I'm hearing two god fearing two men who fear God, and these these men fearing God they're getting kids to uh to be involved in Christ, introduce them to Jesus Christ, save the kids one lesson one lesson learned is another lesson taught. Teach the kids to pray. Winning, winning is not what you're praying for. You're praying for guidance. Winning is, is isn't what you're 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 not praying to win. You're you're praying for guidance. Everything, how everything is done, is the answering of prayer. Prayer will make you uh, prayer will make you a winner in life. I saw a big picture in your teaching life. I saw a brighter picture in your coaching life. God has a plan for us. God has a plan for you, and God has a plan for me. So I want you kids to learn this thing. Listen and learn. It's a blessing. It's a blessing that God loves us. God, you're you're both God-fearing men. You're really, 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 really blessed. Mrs. Williams, Mrs. Willard, she makes a big difference in your life as well. And I could hear the love each. I could hear the love and the respect that you have for her. 
His God friend woman was his God friend wife. The letters from his son was a heartfelt feeling. Let's see what else did I say? Oh, and I have been blessed today. I got it. So, Coach, you made me cry tears of joy. You didn't try, but that's the way it goes sometimes. God bless you, and thank you so very, very much, Coach. Thank you. I really do appreciate it. You know, um, we like I said, I man, I, I say this, uh, Mr. Avery, and I tell y'all, uh, Dr. Jefferson, I was we had a football game early in the year, the first game of the year, and uh, the guy we were competing against, he uh, we lost, they beat us, and uh, we were kind of upset. Coaches work because we know how hard we work, and uh, he walked over and he said, uh, he said, Coach, man, he said. Coach, come here. I said, what's going on? He said, man, I know y'all love Sadie Say, but we already know why y'all do it. It ain't even, look, This for us, we got to win on the scoreboard, but, man, y'all winning in these kids' lives, man. I was like, Absolutely. looking at him yes. like, well, how do he know that? Like, we mad. Yes. We lost the game. But he said that. He said, Coach, you all, them, y'all, you guys are doing something different over there, man, with these kids. So hold y'all head up. Y'all fine. So he walked off. I it felt a little bit better, <laughs> but but he was he was telling the truth. But we did want to win, but we get to win every week. We win every week regardless. That's a blessing. Hey, I'm gonna let my brother. I know my brother Bruce would like to, to acknowledge you too, uh, um, Coach. Yeah, Bruce. Yeah, sure. Go ahead praise you. the Lord for the opportunity to be on the podcast, and and praise the Lord for for Coach Gates uh, coming on. And I, mean, I I just enjoyed listening. And what he was what he was saying and it's you know, extremely powerful and the, the difference that he's uh, made in Madison not just made at Madison I mean he talked about the ripple effect and I just thought about the ripple effect I mean that uh, that's occurring with other kids that the, the kids mm-hmm. that, uh, that he's remembering I mean that the difference that they're making. and and he talks about I mean he the most important thing is introducing them to, to Christ and and as TJ was saying, I mean, that's what we all we talk about it, and and how uh, Christ can make a, a difference in in anyone's life, no matter where you are in life. You mm-hmm. just uh, put your trust in Him, and and and, and that's what Coach Case is, is doing. And 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 I'm just thinking about the, I mean, how many uh, uh, folks' lives are being changed? I mean, and, and I, I thought about when he was talking about when um, in the dorm room when the, the roommate was was shot and killed, and and how that didn't occur, nothing happened to him, because God had a purpose for him, and he's fulfilling that, that purpose. You know, it made me think about, you know, Romans eight twenty eight that we do all all things work together for the good, that they love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And that's what, and that's what Coach Case is, is doing. He's, he's, he's uh, fulfilling his, his purpose, God's purpose for his life, and, he's, you know, and he'll continue uh, to do that. And, and he, he talks about, you know, other uh, uh, folks in his life, the men that have been in life, you know, of course, his, his mom and his grandma and, and the man, but it's always been about, it's been about love, you know, and I can hear, you know, him saying, it's, it's about, about love, it's about introducing the, you know, the kids to, to Christ, and then the law will take care of, care of everything else, and and once again, thank you, for Coach Gates, for, for coming on, it's, it's been very impactful. And uh, I know that this made a difference in someone's life. Amen. I appreciate it. I mean, I enjoy it. I, I mean, that's it's good. Yeah, praise the Lord. You know, uh, I, I tell you what, 
I also want uh, a herb to to come back on and and um, just kind of just everybody's acknowledging you, Coach. What you, what an excellent job you're doing, and I know Herb would like to say something. So well, Herb, go go ahead and well, say whatever you, well, you, you know, like to say. Uh, it's a beautiful thing to see. Uh, we talk about the ripple effect, but we have uh, we don't have to imagine that we can see it because you know. Uh, Coach Gates is younger than you and I are, uh, 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 Kenneth. And uh, likewise, like I say, it just reminds us, the, the first part of it is showing up and, and, and it's sacrificial. Uh, but the ripple effect is, is real because, like I say, my, my kids never knew Walt Shulam. They never knew Randall Watson. But they do know them through me. And because yeah. uh, we value these things, but the first part of it was someone had to get in front of these kids and demonstrate the realness that what life really is, and that comes from perspective. And I, and I see what uh, Coach Gates is saying. I think that you're not going to win every game. That's okay. The bigger part is that we're winning life over to where, like I say, for generations to come, there will be winners in life and, and giving us the opportunity to, to fortify communities and, and grow kids into strong families to be strong men and these kind of things, and Christ is the head of all that. So this is consistent with what God would have for us. And so I applaud him for what he's doing. He's showing up every day, praying every day before he goes, and like I say, and believing God for the difference. And when we do that, God is glorified, and that's what we want. To the end, of God is glorified that we do what we do. So I'm just thankful that there are other men out there on the battlefield doing the things that need to be done, and the generations, and God will be pleased for the things that come from that. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Coach, uh, Coach Gates, because it, 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 we, because uh, I'm going to take this podcast and I'm going to send it around to as many ads and, and coaches that I can possibly get in our hands, so they can understand how coaches uh, make an impact on on uh, the athletes, and they should be more concerned about them becoming better individuals, uh, God-fearing young men. Coach, what what would you what would you say if if, if this was like uh, introduction to one on one being a man God coaching. What would what would you what would you want to say to to those coaches that have been coaching for one year, ten years, five years, or uh, even when someone thinking about being a coach? What would what would you want to say to to those coaches, coach? Well, yeah, uh, Mr. Everett, I, I, I always and I do it right now, man. It's funny you say that because. Uh, um, I mentor. Uh, I have opportunity to mentor some college coaches that were uh, that were young, young at one point, but they're older now. And uh, the first thing I would always tell them, even my uh, younger coaches I hire, is that you got to get in this to help other people. You can't get in it for selfish reasons. A lot of times you go in it. A lot of guys go in it. They want to be the head coach, or they want to. Uh, be the athletic director or they want to be uh in charge without following uh without learning the 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 small the little things that it takes to be a great coach and I think and I always tell uh my coaches man you you have to make sure that you in it for the kids and if you do it mm-hmm. that way and you stay humble and you stay prayed up man and you and you put the kids first always it's God family and it's job but I tell them all the time man you got to get in it with a purpose. Don't get in thinking you're going to win a state championship. Don't get in thinking you're going to make a lot of money. The money will come. The wins will come. 
But at the end of the day, these kids got four years. And when those four years are up, what have you done? Dabo Sweeney wow. said it in a, in, in a quote. He said he's going to have to answer to the Lord one day, and, and the Lord going to ask him, what did you do with all those lives I put in your hand? All those mm-hmm. kids you have a chance to come across, what did you do? And I always tell the coaches, man, hey, so you get in it to change lives. That's the most important thing. And, and, and a lot of them, they, we've had guys come and go, but I tell them that. Even the young college coaches that come in, they, 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 they're enthusiastic about recruiting, and, and they come in, they got their college shirt on, and I sit them down and I talk to them, and they become fast friends. I got someone right today, they'll text me out the blue. Happy Father's Day, Coach, or whatever, Coach, this, that, this, and that, Coach, or I'm coming by. And they're young guys, so they need it too. So I just tell them, man, just just stay humble, take care of the kids, get in it for the right reasons. And normally those that do it that way, they last. Amen. Praise the Lord. Coach, Coach, Coach I, I tell you, Coach, I'll, what, what I'll use saying is, is just echoing uh, how this, this podcast is, is about uh fishing. We going we go fishing. When you come when you come and listen to the K R E Poetry Radio, we fishing. We fishing for souls. We fishing for souls and, and we putting Jesus Christ on the hook. You know, because we know if we put him on the hook, we're gonna hook somebody. Like we just if we just get one because this podcast is heard all over the world. We got we got the Philippines, we got uh the UK and, and it's just a blessing that that we can try to spread this word, Coach, and and I'm just so I'm so thankful, Coach, that that you you have decided to to live your life for the Lord in front of the children. Let me say that again. Yes, to live your yes, life in front of the children. I'm telling y'all, y'all don't, y'all don't understand. But twenty over twenty some years I've been on, Coach. Same yep. humble spirit. <laughs> same <laughs> humble <laughs> spirit. It's about the children. See, and, and another thing that's really important, and this is because I used to do this because I coach, but I coached when I was at WHL High School. And one of the things that I always would tell the Lord, I said, Lord, if I go and take care of someone else's children, will you please take care of mine? Amen. <laughs> so <laughs> I would always say, just please take care of mine. And, and, and God is take, God is taking care of Coach Gates' uh, children. I remember when I remember the little ones and the diaper and stuff. And and uh, yep. and, and, and I tell you, it, it's it's just a blessing to see that God chose a man of God to put him around the children or the students at James Madison High. School. And 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 Coach made Coach, you made such a. This is the thing I like about you, Coach. You made such a great impact. Do you have? Some of your students that you coach now underneath you as you co- as working for you. What what a yes, blessing! Sir. What a blessing, mm-hmm. coach. Just coach. Just talk about talk about uh, what it's like to have students that you got when they were like 16, 17, 18, 19 years old, and now they have families and they're working for you. Uh, man, I, I tell you, Mr. Everett, not only that, and I know you've experienced it, I, I've had the opportunity to, uh, what I'm doing it now, I'm teaching and coaching coaching kids uh, whose parents that I taught. So uh, yeah. that's, that's, that's a, that's a <laughs> you see their parents in them you know, on a daily basis. It's like, man, I remember your mom, I remember your dad, your dad was in my class. And so, but uh, to speak on the coaches, I just smile when I see them. Uh, because the thing they they 
they notice or they'll say is, Coach, I didn't know you was that young, man, when you was working here. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, outside of that, man, it, it, it's a pleasure because I, I see them with their families. I see them uh, become men. Uh, I break bread with them. Um, and they would always say, well, Coach, man, we, we wasn't around you all when we were kids, but we didn't know y'all was like this. We didn't know that uh, we see it now, and we know that's why we where we at because you all preached for us to be better, be better young men. That's why we're here. But for me, Mr. Everett, I smile every day, and uh, just like I pray, pray for my kids every day, uh, I, I pray for them, and uh, uh, it's, it's, it's a pleasure to see them working with kids and doing this, reciprocating the same thing that was uh, bestowed upon them as kids, and they're giving it back. And I'm going to say this, and I tell them all the time, uh, I, I think I'm probably one of the most stern individuals when it comes to doing things right, you know, in front around the kids, in front of the kids, and that's at work and coaching them and teaching them and telling them the right things. But uh, I tell them all the time, man, look, don't be mean to him because he 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 he, he when he get people probably mean to him all the time. When he come to school, when he around you, treat him with treat him with respect because that's how he you're teaching him the way to go. So he'll know how to treat other people and other men because we don't want him to be. Uh, 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 to be have conflict on his mind all the time. <laughs> he wanted to be, coach, uh, coach, say that, coach, say that, coach, say that again, coach, because see, a lot of people don't understand. See, you hollering that kid that's a that's having problems, coach. Say that again, because like I said, <laughs> I'm going to be sending this podcast around to all these coaches. Say how you hound that kid that's got that bad attitude. You can't have the same bad attitude as the kid have, and you the grown person. <laughs> right. Come on, coach. Yeah, <laughs> man. I think because they see enough adults. And they see enough on social media and TV. When they come around re- men that work every day and men that are uh, that are productive, you got to treat him how a man's supposed to be treated, so he'll know how to treat others. Can't be have conflict on his mind all day. You want him to be mean and yelling and screaming and cussing because he's gonna carry that on with, as an adult, and he's gonna talk to his family like that. He gonna man, I don't ever remember saying a negative word to my sons. I've never cussed my cursed my sons out ever. Never had to. Because you talk to them with respect, and they understand how to talk and speak when they're around people. So you gotta, as men, we can't be confrontational around the boys. And I and I'm big on that. And the coaches will tell you, man, he don't don't fuss at him because if you do, you, you can handle it. Because you know when boys are upset or girls are upset, if you talk to them with talk them down and talk to them with some sense, they normally calm down. And I tell them all the time, I'm not the problem. What's going on? And they they calm down to tell you what's going on. So, man, well, that's 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 how we handle that. So, with the boat, with the coaches and, and our and our boys. Don't Coach, I, 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 I appreciate <laughs> that. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give uh, uh, TJ a, a, an opportunity again to, to come in for about a minute or two. Give Bruce a couple of two come in, and then then we'll we'll close this thing out. Thanks again, uh, Coach. Look for just a closing purpose. This program today has changed my life because I've learned so much about coaching and teaching itself that I really didn't pay that much attention to. And it all boils down to the same thing that I've been saying that's helping me in my life, and that's that you guys are lovers of Christ. You love and you fear God. And then when you teach it to the kids, well, then you've taught them a lesson that they'll never, ever forget. It's something that they can use for the rest of their lives. So changing lives, you great teachers and coaches, 
These kids will not forget how you made them feel or taught them I taught them about God. You taught them that God is God is the maker, God is good, and God is love. You taught them or you're teaching them that you're going to treat them with a positive attitude and you're going to treat them with love and no negativity in your life will ever be gained if you don't teach them that. I mean, that's all they're gained. That's all there is negativity if you keep God away from them. You, you, you can't go wrong with, with teaching God. You can't go wrong with teaching them how important it is to know as much about the Lord as they possibly can, any answers they possibly, any questions they wanted answered, any problems they wanted corrected. You're saying, look, if you take it to the Lord first, put God first in your life, then that's the best step that you can teach. That's the best thing that you can teach a kid. And that's the best thing that uh, God would want you to teach us. And you've done that for me today, and I really do appreciate it very much. I can't say any more than that. Than 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 that. Gosh, you have been a blessing for me today, and a number of people will probably tell you the same same thing, because like Kenneth was saying earlier. This is going to go out around the world now. A number of people are going to hear this. This is going to be a good teaching tool. Appreciate you, Teach. Thank you, Coach. You're welcome. Thank you. Go ahead, Bruce. Yeah, uh, praise the Lord and, and thank Coach uh, Gates again for, for coming on. And, and I tell you, uh, when I hear him, him talking, I just think about, you know, look at God. You know, <laughs> God is real. Uh, God is, is love. Allow the Lord to, to, to lead you, and you will live uh, with purpose. And that's what uh, Coach Gates is, is doing. And, and he's doing it by putting Jesus Christ first. And, and if there's anyone out there that's struggling or, or lost, I mean, just turn your life over to Jesus. And what he's done for, for Coach Gates and what he's done for, for others, he can do for, for you. God is with will. Praise the Lord. Hmm. Coach, you know, it's it's coach, it's been a it's it's been a blessing. It's a it's a blessing and, and, and so I always try to leave a, a real nugget uh for the for the listening audience. God will protect you. You heard Coach Gates talk about the guy, his roommate. The guy came in, shot him thirteen times, but didn't shoot him. See, you, it's a it's a blessing when you you know because Gates Coach Gates talked about his his mom and his grandma and and praying for him. Those prayers are still covering him today. Let me say that again. Those those prayers that his mama and his grandmama prayed, they still covering him today. They covering his wife. They covering his children because he turned his life over to God. He's given his life to God, and God is just doing everything that he would ever ask him to do. And, and I'm just so I'm so thankful that uh, that I've had an opportunity to to just see Coach Gates and and, and see how God has just moved in his life to see the impact that he's making on so many children's lives and and it's it's, it's Coach it's, it it is a really a truly a blessing to actually see a man of God working among the children. Let me say that again. <laughs> say it again. It is a blessing to see a man of God working among the children 
making a difference. Coach, you're making a difference, Coach. You're making, yeah. you're making a difference, man. And I, I'm just, I'm just so touched that today that you have come on. And, and, and this, is, this is a podcast that, that I hope people post up on their social media. I hope they post it up all around so people can yeah. can hear what what it's like to have a, a man of God to let some of these coaches that may be screaming at these kids and cussing at these kids and and they're on television. I mean, they, they in the stands they can see the kid, the, the coach just on the kid. Just coach, I, I respect you so much, coach. Yes. I respect yes. you so much for the way you yes. man, the way you the way you hound yourself among. Kids, you making these kids be men, and I like what you said when, when if the coaching stuff is cursing at the kid and talking crazy to the kid, then guess what? What after, What about after the game? He had a bad game, and his girlfriend come up to him. Now he's talking, he's talking to his girlfriend, cursing at her, talking her crazy because he just got talked that crazy. See, and, and that's what people gotta start understanding. You can you mm-hmm. can make a negative impact on a child, or you can make a positive impact. Coach Gates is making a positive impact on these children. Coach, God is going to continue to pour out his blessings on your life. And I just want to thank you. I want to thank you so much for coming on this podcast. And um, before I get off, I I, I want to just uh, acknowledge the fact that uh, my cousin, I mean, my my nephew, Larry Owens, is going to be in town. uh, And he's he's the one that was – talking about putting a roof on. If you had any problem, you're a senior citizen. He's going to be in town for a couple of weeks, and I want to give his, his phone number out. So if you got uh, deciding that you want to get the roof put on your house or you need someone to come and give you an estimate, uh, his number is, uh, mobile number is 986-299-6674. Again, Larry Owens, his phone number is 986 Six six seven four. That's his mobile number, and then his office number is five one two two five three one nine nine six. It's five one two two five three one nine nine six. And his podcast that he came on. If you want to know the kind of individual that you will be dealing with, you can go to podcast number fifty nine. And you can hear about this young man that's that's making a difference to try to try to help him as many as he can. So I, I just want to say so to all my listening audience, uh, you can you can hear the KRE Poetry and Radio. Oh, uh, if you got an iPhone, just download it. You can just type it in. If you on your television, tell Alexa, uh, play KRE Poetry and Radio. Alexa, she'll do it. Uh, any, any iPhone, you can you can listen to us. We're on all type of devices that because we want to make sure that we continue to plant seeds and we continue to go fishing because we are the souls. We're trying to win souls. And Coach Gates, today you have been a fisherman today for us on the KRE Portrait Radio. You have helped us to try to go start fishing for, for souls for the Lord. And, and and I just pray that that your students, your those teachers, will understand that they have a man of God walking up and down the halls at yes, James Madison yes. High School, the yes, great James Madison right. High School. So, coach, I don't know, coach. Maybe sometimes your, your wings that's in your back. Sometimes you just maybe fly down around the hall. I don't know. 
You know, your little angel no, may just be flying no, around no. in the hall without, without even putting your feet on the ground. <laughs> no, I <laughs> Thank you, Coach. Gonna, Coach, any, yeah, any last words you want? Yeah, any last words you want to say, Coach? No, Miss David, I just want to say thanks for having me on, man, and I appreciate it, the opportunity to uh, uh, share uh, my story with you all and why we do what we do. That's it, and uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, Coach. We're gonna, thanks, Coach. Thanks. We'll leave with a, we're going to leave a little prayer. Dear Father, once again, uh, yes, yes, what a yes. blessing, Lord. What a blessing, yes, Lord. We, yes. Every time we, we do something, or every time you have me to bring somebody on this podcast, it's it's a blessing when I bring him on, Lord. And, and to bring on Coach Gates, a, a man of God that's among our children, what a blessing, Lord. And I just ask you to continue to keep him with his health and strength. Continue to watch over his family, Lord. Lord, then I ask that you will always let those children, those students see that they have been blessed by God to have a man in our presence like yourself. I want to thank you, Coach, and thank you, Lord, for giving us an opportunity to pray at this particular time that you will continue to keep all of us safe. Watch over all, all the listening audience, Lord. If they don't know you, uh, Lord, I hope they turn their lives over. Like my brother Bruce said, just, just give them an t- opportunity. And we want to just say thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Lord. And, and thanks, Coach. And uh, tune in next week. I mean, you got to tune in next week because here's what I want you to know. Next, next week is starting out Black History Month. And uh, I've got this lady. Her <laughs> uh, name is uh, Sandra Ortega. She was she was a black lady that was born into a, a, a white family. She was the last of, of six kids, uh, so seven, seven. And so she has six uh, brothers and sisters that are older than her that are white. And you've got to hear her story, what she went through, because uh, the family was rich, and she was uh, not even given, when she was a little kid, uh, she wasn't even given a Christmas present because she was black. Everybody else got a Christmas present but her. And uh, I'm bringing it on because I, I want to let people know Jesus Christ can take care of you no matter what situation you're in. And he took care of her, and she's in love with Jesus Christ, and she's going to share her story. She's going to tell about some of the things that she went through, and I know that it will be a blessing to, to anyone that listens to the show. So listen in next week for for Sandra uh, Ortega, uh, letting you know that, that God took care of her uh, in the situation she's in. But it's been Kenneth Richard Evans Jr., Tolard, Vanish Boy, Zoombug, and to some of y'all now, Toe Richard, saying I'll see y'all next week if it's to God's will. Amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. Thanks. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Black man. G-I-T-A. God is the answer. Just pray. G-I-T-A. God is the answer. Just pray. God is the only one that can fix it. God can do it. God can fix it. Man needs some help. He needs God's help. We need some help. God is the only one that can fix it. God can do it.